We indeed can feel the conscientious satisfaction that we have been drawn into the great struggle through no desire of our own, through no lust for conquest or dominion, but by a strict sense of duty. To us, therefore, the war presents itself as a real crusade for the right. These are the words that were written by the Catholic Bishop of Salford, Louis Charles Cassatelli, in a pastoral letter of November 1914. During the First World War, the vast majority of British clerics were not only supportive, but were remarkably uncritical of Britain's involvement in the conflict. In order to justify this position, as well as their country's involvement in the war, clerics like Cassatelli attempted to portray the conflict as some kind of holy war, an idea which combines the theory of just war with the idea that a conflict is divinely sanctioned by God. What I aim to demonstrate in this podcast is that, in regards to the soldiers fighting in the Manchester Regiment, a fundamental disconnect existed between this clerical rhetoric of crusading and the ways in which combatants rationalised their own involvement in the First World War. The fundamental reason why the war could be presented as holy rested on the German invasion of Belgium, which provoked widespread outrage in Britain and was leapt upon by sections of the church as a just reason to declare war on Germany. In fighting in support of Belgium, Britain was pictured as carrying the sword of the Lord, whilst the German enemy was dehumanised and made to appear unchristian. During the opening few months of war, stories of the atrocities that the German army had reportedly committed following their invasion of Belgium became widespread in Manchester and were pointed to by clerics as evidence for their enemy's barbarity. Joseph O'Neill has demonstrated how anti-German feeling was particularly acute in the city following the arrival of a steady flow of Belgian refugees in the first year of war. This anti-German sentiment manifested itself in outbreaks of protests and violence in the city, which were directed against German workers and businesses. Whilst we must of course recognise that this resentment was only demonstrated on the home front, we must also concede that soldiers were not completely unconnected with civilian life. Through an analysis of the Periscope, a trench journal which was published by the 8th Battalion of the Regiment during the war, we can witness the language of crusading filtering into the regiment itself. This was mostly done by chaplains that were connected to the troops and who were regular contributors to the magazine. In an issue from December 1916, an unnamed army chaplain argued that, in regard to the immediate cause of the war, the national conscience is clear and the national decision to sacrifice everything we hold dear in the cause of freedom and justice is a decision that leaves no ground for repentance. In a poem entitled Crusaders, which was featured in the January 1918 edition of the journal, the unnamed poet offers the following crusading interpretation of the conflict. In this great war, we fight for God and right, to help the weak and check the brutal Hun. The magazine also included a number of negative portrayals of the German enemy, which relate closely to the image that was being created by clerics on the home front. This was likewise combined with a righteous image of Britain and the cause in which its army was fighting. In May 1917, an article written by a person calling themselves Mancuniensis set out how their fellow soldiers despised the German army as the most miserable, despicable enemy that honest British manhood has ever been called upon to conquer. He added determinedly, and conquer you we shall by the very force of our inspiring, crusading morale. This view was endorsed by a chaplain writing in July 1918 who described the Germans as non-Christian who often have an anti-Christian view of life which has been followed to its logical conclusion and plunged the world into a war to the death in the attempt to become the rulers of the new pagan world they saw coming into being. The idea of Britain being Germany's moral and spiritual superior was then evoked as the author outlined how Britain could boast an army fighting for the noblest cause, the cause of the world's future. By drawing on the ideas of crusading, Such clergymen believed that they were helping to provide added motivation for Mancunian men to enlist and fight. 
whilst historians such as Adrian Gregory, Robert Beacon and Stuart Bell have all argued that examples of clerics sanctifying war should be treated with caution, it does appear that the idea that the war was a crusade was widely circulated in Manchester and presented to soldiers in the Manchester Regiment to formulate an opinion about. That opinion seems to have subsequently been one of complete indifference. Captain Charlie May of the 22nd Battalion set out in his diary how he and his fellow soldiers came out here to fight, not heroically or in the heat of passion, but just to do our little bit like Englishmen should. In another entry, he simply stated, I pray God I may do my duty, for I know, whatever that may entail, you would not have it otherwise. As can be seen in the words of Captain May, a quiet assumption of a religious context for duty was common, yet the language of crusading was strikingly absent. The use of more intense religious reference came through the language of sacrifice. Many of the soldiers described the situation they were experiencing in the war as comparable to that which Christ faced during his crucifixion. The idea that, like Jesus, they were laying down their lives in order for a better world to be created appeared to be extremely powerful to many soldiers in the Manchester Regiment. In a letter that was drafted to his parents in the event that he might die whilst fighting in the Battle of the Somme, Private Norman Tattersall described the mood of his fellow soldiers whilst preparing for the upcoming battle. He wrote, We will sacrifice many of our lives, but it will be for the sake of those at home. There will be much suffering, but never mind. It will be borne patiently. While soldiers regularly invoked the idea of sacrifice, they hardly ever suggested that the sacrifice they were making was part of a crusade. Interestingly, this is the exact opposite of what Jonathan Ebel found in his recent study of American soldiers during the war. He described how many soldiers and war workers imagined themselves as modern crusaders, recapitulating what they believed to be a noble history of Christian warfare. Similarly, Annette Becker commented that for French soldiers who were Christian, the war was a crusade because it was a fight against evil, against the devil. However, in the first-person accounts written by soldiers in the Manchester Regiment, there was no such mention of the language or sentiments of a crusade. This can be demonstrated through many soldiers' distinct lack of enthusiasm for war, which was combined with their obvious respect for German soldiers, something which is completely contradictory to the rhetoric of clerics and civilians back in Manchester. As well as the home front, this respect for the enemy does not appear to have been found amongst the soldiers of other nations. Ebel, again, described how in the letters and diaries of American combatants, German soldiers were portrayed as savage, vicious Huns, whilst the Americans cloaked themselves and their allies in a mantle of Christian heroism. In contrast, soldiers in the Manchester Regiment seemed to possess a high opinion of the men they faced in the opposite trenches, appearing to display significantly more empathy with those who were trying to kill them than the men who remained in Britain working in war-related occupations. Many soldiers were explicit in the fact that they held nothing against their German enemy. Remarkably, in a letter to his brother Reg, Private Burke of the 20th Battalion detailed a truce in December 1916 that existed between British and German forces in the section of trenches his battalion occupied. He relayed how Fritz and us up here are on absolutely speaking terms, going on to describe how the two sets of soldiers regularly exchanged cigarettes across no man's land. Similarly, Major Horworth of the 2nd and 6th Battalion affirmed in a letter to his wife how he never felt any rancour against Germans as individuals, but only against the system. He went on to describe how, rather than the war ending in all-conquering defeat, whereby the Germans were bullied into submission, he hoped instead that the war may end in such a way that we may live together in peace afterwards. One of the most obvious explanations behind why such a chasm existed between the rhetoric of cleric and combatant would be that soldiers simply did not believe in God. If this was the case, how could they possibly subscribe to the idea that the war they were fighting in was being fought in God's name? 
Instances in which soldiers did not believe were remarkably rare in the Manchester Regiment, however. Soldiers frequently invoked the protective nature of God and their faith in a supernatural, omnipotent figure was seemingly widespread. While soldiers readily subscribed to the idea of God's providence, they appeared less engaged with other aspects of Christianity. However, it is important not to privilege the church's own criteria of what constituted proper religious feeling or practice. A more plausible explanation behind the differences between the rhetoric of clerics and soldiers is that combatants' conception of religion was much more personal and less framed by institutional Christianity. Many soldiers simply did not take much notice of clergymen, nor what their exact justifications for war consisted of. This can be somewhat demonstrated by the fact that combatants often had an ambivalent relationship with the army's institutional forms of Christian practice. While soldiers who evidently possessed a relatively strong Christian belief regularly detailed how beneficial they found attending church services, those who were less explicit in their belief in God appeared to be somewhat apathetic towards them and frequently spoke of their resentment at being forced to attend them. Soldiers' lack of engagement with institutional forms of Christianity is therefore a much more credible explanation behind why they resisted getting caught up with the idea that the conflict they were fighting in was a crusade. Volunteers and conscripts in the Manchester Regiment enlisted and continued to fight not because their clergymen instructed them to do so, but because they believed that it was the duty of young adult men to protect their country and its citizens against German militarism and aggression. <laughs>